Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Kylie Merritt, the founder of AusBiz. Our goal at AusBiz is to provide you with news and information you can use to make better investment decisions, whether it's live, on demand, in the newsletter, or a podcast like the COB. We make it available at no cost to you. The bigger our audience, the more we can invest in great content. So I have a favour to ask. If you could take a minute to leave a review of the COB in the Apple Podcast app, it'll help us grow. And of course, don't forget to catch up with all the best interviews each day at osbiz.com.au. Thanks for listening. From Barangaroo Studios, the Osbiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. It is the 31st of May. This is the COB, all the stuff you need to know about the day in business, finance, and startups. I'm Nadine Blaney here with David Scott. Scotty, Monday afternoon, how are you feeling? Fantastic. It's Good. the end of the month. Uh, it's been another solid month. Eighth gain in the row for the local market with a record high intraday to boot. So, yeah. We didn't finish high, but I know, a pretty interesting day. Higher over the month, though. So take that, sell in May, and go away. And there's been a lot for the markets to digest as well. You know, persistent signs of rising inflation, which of course brings around the talk of tapering of QE programs, not just in the US, but I mean, we had confirmation from the RBNZ's chief economist that it looks as if. The economic data there is allowing for potentially a rate hike in the second half of 2022. So that is the backdrop to the RBA meeting that gets going here tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I don't expect much from the RBA, but I expect that uh, the markets are going to stop paying much more attention to what's going on in the central banking uh, side of things, particularly the Fed, uh, which is undoubtedly moving towards tapering at some point and sooner than what I think many people are expecting. Uh, very interesting to see what's going on in that space. But uh, yeah, no much reaction at the moment. The bonds, bond yields to that uh, the PCE deflator, the inflation reading mm -hmm. out on Friday evening. I just wonder how much of that was to do with the fact that we've got a long weekend in the States this evening and uh, also that you've got to go and keep your position, your shape uh, for your portfolio. So I think that maybe some month-end flows would have helped in that space as well. Yeah, well, today what we saw here were the banks coming under pressure. We saw a mixed performance coming through amongst the big miners. So BHP said 32, Mineral Resources down. Rio making a slight, uh, well, a quarter percent gain. Fortescue, though, doing better, up by 1.3%. Gold all looking pretty good. CSL was up by as much as 1% early in the session, but um, still closed in positive territory, but gave up about half of those earlier gains. And a lot of the winners today didn't really come on any new news. So Resolute Mining was the best performer on the 200, up by 4%. The worst performer, though, Link administration after confirming it will rebut all of those offers that were on the table. Instead, choosing to IPO. It's a big number. It's 3.3 billion. Uh, I 
um, IPO. But look, uh, yeah, it just appears as if investors are a bit, a bit nervous about that. Yeah, I must say that in conversations we have about Link and the PEXA side of the other uh, business, no one really goes and has too much nice to say about the Link administration side. It's always about PEXA. Yeah. And now that PEXA's been spun out, maybe a few people are going, hmm. Yeah, yeah, no thank you. Who knows, but it is month end, so take that with a grain of salt. But it was interesting to see the price action in that uh, that company today. Okay, so that's the best and the worst performer of the day today in terms of percentage points. Uh, we, of course, spoke with a whole raft of, of great guests as to what they're buying, holding, and selling. We just wrapped up a conversation with Julia Lee from Berman Invest. That'll be up on the website and the app, no doubt, by the time you're listening to this podcast. Michael Gable, we spoke with him earlier, Sketty told us why he is buying BHP at these levels. And I think uh, you had a bit of a chat with Ord Manette. Um, we've got three favorites. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was one of our other stellar presenters. Yeah, it's like racking my brain. I don't remember that, but who's to you say? remember. Maybe, maybe I would have. Yeah, maybe. All right, uh, that takes us to the stock of the day, Spark Infrastructure SKI is the ticker code. Um, really didn't move much today. It did say that Transgrid, in which it holds a 15% interest, has reached a final investment decision and it will be building Project Energy Connect, uh, having now received the final approvals from the Australian energy retailer. Kashi sat down with Francesco Destratus from Ordmanet and Nathan Somasundram from Deep Data Analytics to find out what they think about Spark Infrastructure. Take a listen. We're in a cycle where bond yields, in theory, should be rising. It's being yep. held back uh, by QE, but inevitably you're going to get tapering and then bond yields will rise. So if you're looking at it over the next 6 to 12 months, I think the risk in all utilities is a higher bond yield will be negative for you. Oh. Um, so in that context, it's really hard to see them outperform. Right. History is against you. That's why we stayed out of utilities. Um, most of them, I mean, apart from the retail side of things like AGL, which has been a uh, disaster because of lack of policy work. Right. But look, I think overall utilities are not bad, but it's just, just going into a macro where it's going to be really hard for them. Yep. I think Spark's okay. Um, I'm a fan of APA, but it's just, I think it's going to t- be tough. I think they'll they'll underperform over the next 12 to 18 months. This announcement uh, today or, 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 or this week, um, the, the company even states that it really is not going to add a great deal to their, to their um, growth yield plus. Um, strategy, uh, but what it does do for them is 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 sort of identify a sort of lower carbon footprint for them as well. So, right. you know, if you want to look at it from an ESG point of view, um, you know, it's possibly giving them some boosts in that area. Um, our, our guys have a hold recommendation on it, and I don't disagree with that. I think that's probably where it, it sits. Um, you know, there's not a lot of clear growth opportunities for them. Well, so that is not going in the portfolio. I'd call that a pretty tepid hold for the company coming from both of our expert guests yeah watch out for rising bond yields Uh, yeah that's another factor Mm -hmm. absolutely um look we had some big market movers in newix we haven't talked about that one down by close to 18 percent bet makers still being sold off in the wake of that massive takeover attempt for tab corps media and wagering business down 13 percent today as well. So there were some big sort of moves under the hood. I guess the only other people that we can, uh, people, 
thing that we can really point out from today's session, just in case you missed it, is that we did have China data. So we saw factory activity slipping in May, weaker export demand, higher commodity prices as well. But the non-manufacturing sector was bolstered by stronger construction and holiday spending. It just seems as if that's a theme right around the world. Yeah. Reopening trade is, uh, is going alive and well, even in China, first in, first out of the pandemic. Uh, yeah, no surprise the construction activities are going gangbusters. Just look at steel prices, iron ore prices, and everything else in between. Uh, the industrial metals complex is, uh, has been very strong, and China is a big part of that story. Yeah, so uh, as we mentioned, it is a holiday in the UK and the US tonight, so we won't get really anything out of those areas. Um, if we look to tomorrow here, we get... PMI, we get the Reserve Bank Board meeting, which we've discussed. CoreLogic Home Value Index for May, that'll be interesting. Building approvals, building indicators, balance of payments, because of course, we're also moving towards GDP midweek. Yes, uh, also get the uh, government uh, contribution to, uh, to GDP as well. That'll be out. So all the building blocks will be uh, in place. We just have to go get the final big piece of the puzzle, which is services consumption, which won't be known until Wednesday when the national accounts are released. But uh, as things stand here and now, it looks like we're getting a, a figure around about a 1% quarter-on-quarter increase. Uh, famous last words, it could be volatile. Obviously, lots of uncertainty out there at the moment. But uh, we're keeping a close eye on the performance of the economy because there'll be parts of the report that we are going to feed through and give us insight as to what we can expect moving forward. I'm looking forward to tomorrow uh, because we've got Why? the... Well I, well, I always look forward to the day. Tuesday, yeah. And it's RBA day. Also, we've got great guests. So Jim Lu, PM Tribeca will be joining us at 9.30. Michael Frazis, PM Frazis Capital Partners at 10, 10 a.m. We've got Luke Lairdiv from uh, Seneca Financial uh, Solutions joining us at 1.30. He always gives us some good stock tips. And we'll be speaking with Martin Crabb, CIO of Sean Partners, to round out the day. So that's a pretty solid way to start the new month, don't you think, Scotty? I think so. I get to go and kick off and uh, and, and finish up. So I'm looking forward to being the uh, the finishers and the opener as well tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's right. Bit yeah. of change in roster tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, that'll be change, fun. Spice things up. It's always uh, always interesting to go I and do it. I think it is good. I think we're becoming too set in our ways in these hours. I do. I'm looking forward to. I uh, know it's going to be coming off almost zero lead, nothing from Wall Street. So <laughs> yeah. Look forward to some uh, some great TV. Oh, you can eight, talk underwater. Eight thirty to ten. No, no, Cara and myself. <laughs> have plenty to go and have a chat about hey have a good night Scuddy. you too we'll see, see you tomorrow see you tomorrow bye hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.